Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill, and this episode today is considered by many as one of the best South Park episodes ever done. Um, this is, like I said, this is such a well-liked episode that it ended up winning a primetime Emmy, and talk about that a little bit later on in this review. So the episode today is Make Love, Not Warcraft. Um, so this episode, does it still hold up? Does this episode still hold up to this day as one of the best South Park episodes of all time? Well, let's not wait any longer. Let's dive into this week's episode, Make Love, Not Warcraft. This is the first half, or, or the first cartoon of the second half of season 10. It is written and directed by Trey Parker, and the episode originally aired on October the 4th, 2006. So the episode begins inside the World of Warcraft game. How about that? Um, and the four boys are there. They're playing World of Warcraft. And each one has a different character. Uh, Kerman is the dwarf. Kyle is the princess, I guess we could say. Stan is a knight, and Kenny is an archer. So, they play, and then all of a sudden, here comes this, this guy, or this character. And for no reason whatsoever, no reason whatsoever, he kills all four of them. And this is a problem. Because in the game, you have to request a battle before you can fight and eventually kill somebody. So Stan makes this line of, boy, whoever he is, he must really not have a life. So we see this guy who just sits in his chair, you know, laid back. He's got food on one side. He's got like a little cast on his arm. And he's just playing and playing and playing. So, eventually this gets to the higher-ups at Blizzard, which, excuse me, which is the makers of World of Warcraft. And they see that, you know, this person just keeps going and killing all these people. And at one point, one of the, one of the executives is like, I, I got to get back home. I got to tell my kids, you know, not to play. And then uh, one of the executives is like, I, I hate to tell you this, but uh, he, he already killed your kids' characters. No! No, they just started. 
They just started. So, now, the situation is really becoming... It's not said that it's like a global problem, but you could tell it is. So, Randy, after being called an artard by Stan earlier on, he starts to play World of Warcraft. And he's playing it at work, and he makes it to level two. That is, until he gets killed by this guy. So, now everyone is getting affected. Cartman calls for a meeting of all of his friends. Well, or at least all the boys. Let's say that. All of the boys in the town. And he has this plan. And this plan is to get everybody, all, all the boys in the town, meet up at a certain time. And together, they can beat this character. So, everyone is on board for it. Except for Butters. And the reason why... Butters isn't on board is not because he doesn't like the idea or that he hates Cartman or any of that. No. He doesn't have the game. As a matter of fact, he spends most of his time playing Hello Kitty uh, Island Adventure. So, Cartman's like, go buy the game install it on your computer, pick a character, meet us here. So, all the boys gather around, and Cartman, in World of Warcraft, starts to give this speech. And you see all the different characters. You've got Token, you've got Clyde, you've got Timmy, you've got Jimmy, you've got Tweak. You know, you've got the, the, the main four, and then all of a sudden... Here comes Butters again, who looks exactly like Cartman's World of Warcraft character. And Cartman gets mad, and he's like, Go pick a new character! Pick a new character! To which Butters is like, I'd rather play Hello Kitty. <laughs> which I think is actually really good. Oh, God. I, I, th I want to say that game is real. I, I really don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe if, if someone can, you know, look it up, we'll, we'll look it up later. So, they start fighting this character, and all of a sudden, he puts out a group of, uh, scorpions. And the scorpions kill every single character it kills all of them and Car like at, at this point everybody has given up except for Cartman and we're back at the Blizzard headquarters and it's like we just had 5,000 people just killed by this one character and it goes back to the running joke of whoever he is he must not have a life. 
So now we're at the basketball court. And Stan, Kyle, and Kenny, they're playing basketball. Because what, what else would you do with a basketball court? When Cartman goes by, and he's like, are you giving up on this like everybody else has? And, you know, they try to convince Cartman, look, there's no way we can beat this guy. There's just no way possible. So, Carmen's like, I've come up with an idea. This is going to, I think this is going to work. We go and we start killing boars. And you have to kill like millions of boars that it gets to the point where you would have the same experience points as this guy. And then we start getting a training montage. And this is so good. This is such a good montage because the song that's played is Live to Win by Paul Stanley. So this is a rare song where it's not Paul Stanley with Kiss. It's just Paul Stanley doing a solo song. And we see the guys, they're playing, they're, you know, they're each playing their own characters. Uh, Kenny's parents are fighting. Ike is helping Kyle. Uh, Cartman is playing. Stan's playing while his dad's looking on. They play in the school. They play at home. They play at the library. And the one thing you keep noticing during this time in the montage... Well, actually, there's a few things you notice. They get pimples. And they keep getting fatter and fatter and fatter. It's like they are starting to not have a life. Huh. That's an interesting idea. So now, the boys are in a position to where they are very, very close to getting to the level of this one character. And the people at Blizzard are monitoring this as well, and they've noticed these people must not have lives either. So, they have a conversation, and one of them brings up the Sword of a Thousand Truths. Which was not supposed to be referenced, but they talk about it anyway. And what the Sword of Truth is, or the Sword of a Thousand Truths, is it's like the most powerful weapon in the game. And it's so powerful that they had to remove the game. And this was foretold. Eventually it was foretold by uh, an accountant there working at Blizzard. So they get the flash drive and they take it. They're going to take it to Colorado. They're going to take it to the boys. Well, all the boys are now in Cartman's basement. Each one of them is sitting at a table with a, with a computer. They're about ready to go. They're about ready for the final battle, as Cartman has called it. And, you know, they come up with different questions, like, uh, what do we do if we need food? This was really good. This was really funny. He has an intercom set up, and he calls his Bob, and he's like, we need more hot pockets! We need more hot pockets! So, they start to fight. You know, they start this battle. Meanwhile, two of the executives at Blizzard 
go to Stan's house. And Randy, you know, answers the door and they explain the whole situation. So they look for Stan and Stan's not there and the computer's not there. So Sherry comes along and she's like, what is this? Is, is this a stupid game? And, you know, they're just shocked. And it's a really good scene. So then, Randy is like, I could take it to him. And they ask him, what what level are you? I, I, I just started. We can't give this to a noob. Because the other executives are like, oh, I, I don't play it because I have a life. Yeah, I, I don't play it either. I have a life as well. So, so they decide that Randy's going to be the one to take the sword. And they're like, so they get outside. It's snowing. It's actually a nice snowstorm in October in Colorado. So they go outside, and Randy's like, where's your car? And they're like, we took a cab. And Randy's like, damn it, mine's in the, in the shop. So then they, they see a car driving by. Randy waves him over. And for no reason, pulls the guy out, punches him, and basically steals the car. Meanwhile, the boys are playing. Kyle starts to get hand cramps. And this is such a funny scene because he needs Ben Gay. And, and they're like, You leave my guy! Leave my guy! So they put Ben Gay on. So they keep fighting. And they've been fighting for 17 hours at this point. And... And you know they're 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 still staying in there, and at one point Cartman has to take a crap, and you know you get that scene, and um, Randy ends up passing a Best Buy, and they get to the Best Buy, and they go to this World of Warcraft uh, demo set, and there's a kid playing, and Randy just shoves the kid off, you know. Just because. Um, <laughs> so, Randy gets in. He logs in. He is able to catch up to the boys. Gives the sword to Stan. Before Randy gets killed by this character again. And Stan, with the sword of a thousand truths, finally gets this guy. He's down. And then everyone takes their best shot. And they killed the character. And they've basically saved the world of Warcraft. And then we get this funny part where it's like, Stan, I know I haven't told you this, but I love you. And, and Stan's like, I know, Dad. I love you, too. And everybody's like, ah, Fake. It, it's just a funny, like, like over the over-the-top dramatic, fake death it is absolutely hilarious so then after they've accomplished this and they they finally did it they, they finally beat this guy what do they decide to do they decide to continue to play and that's the end of make love not warcraft and Golly, there's so much to talk about with this episode, but there's so much good stuff about this. There's really nothing here that I can hate about this episode. So before I get into my thoughts, um, where did the idea of this episode come from? 
Well, both Trey and Matt are video game nuts with a more than passing knowledge of World of Warcraft. And since most of the staff are players too, it seemed like a natural fit for the show. So, they did a really good job. You know, I didn't know Trey and Matt were such video game nerds. Well, not, you know, well, I, can, I, can I say video game nerds? I guess I can. But they really like it and, you know, they like, let's go for it. And they did, and they gave us a really, really good episode. Um, I, I will tell you this, because now I'm going to get into the grade. When I first saw this episode in 2006, I thought this was a game changer. I really did. I thought this was such a game changer that other shows are going to use this idea down the line. I don't know if other shows have used this idea or if other shows have not but god it's such a good episode i think for me just the idea that your story and it's only one story in this episode is the video game and you're actually able to use the video game is such a big thing such a big thing. And in a way, you know, you still see this to this day where people are playing video games and it's like, oh, they just don't have a life whatsoever. Um, I have to give this a 10. How could I not give this a 10? I mean, it's such a funny episode. It's a creative episode. It's a smart episode that nobody is really safe. And I think that's one of the good things about this episode. And I just like this. I just really like it. Like, I have never played World of Warcraft. I probably will never play it because I don't play role-playing games. Yes, I do play video games, I, I but I do have a life. That's the thing. I do have a life. <laughs> but, yeah, I do play video games. Um, but... Not nearly as much as other people do. And I have a lot of friends who play video games a lot more than I do, but they have a life as well. Um, you know, now it's just, you know, video games has actually become like a multi-billion dollar business where they got championships and all that. But back in 06, you know, this episode, my God, just crazy now this episode did end up winning an emmy for outstanding animated program one hour or less this is their second win in a three-year period think about that their second win in a three-year period and their first one was 2005 after all the years of getting nominated for an Emmy and now winning and their years were they got nominated with some really good episodes again I, I like to talk about this this is such a good topic because if you think about this we're now into season 10 they got nominated in season 1 with Big Gay Owl's Big Gay Boat Ride. And then they consistently 
are in the mix or they are close into the mix of getting nominated. And they finally win it for Best Friends Forever, which was discussed in Season 9. And then they get nominated the following year for Trapped in the Closet. And then they get nominated here again for this episode. So in a two-year period, or in a three-year period, they've won two Emmys. And we're not even done yet. We have more to go. Uh, The other nominees, for those that are curious, for that year, an episode of Avatar and the Last Airbender called City of Walls and Secrets. Robot Chicken is nominated for the first time with an episode called Lust for Puppets. The Simpsons have an episode called The Haw Hawed Couple. And SpongeBob SquarePants gets nominated with Bummer Vacation Wigstruck. But this is the second Emmy in three years for South Park. That's a very, very good feat. Um, now, let's talk about some of the notes of this episode. And believe me, there are a lot of notes. The episode was originally supposed to be episode 145, but was delayed because of difficulties in creating the Machinima which was used in many of its scenes to create a better emulation of the game. Of course, episode 145 was Man Bear Pig. So, Trey and Matt collaborated with Blizzard Entertainment to craft the machinima used in the episode. They stated in their commentary for the episode that they were completely shocked that the company was on board to help them out. The scenes were created using shots of the in-game footage and recreation of the characters in Maya, with Blizzard Entertainment providing their own character models and computers to test with. Blizzard also gave the producers permission to use the alpha server of the expansion pack World of Warcraft The Burning Crusade to wit- on which to shoot the scenes. In a statement from Michael Morhaime, president and co-founder of Blizzard Entertainment, they said, quote, We were excited to hear that the creators of South Park were interested in featuring World of Warcraft in the opening of their new season, and we really enjoyed collaborating with them to make this happen. We're looking forward to sharing the experience with our employees and our players as well when the season debuts this week. As a reference to the episode, certain Season 10 DVDs of South Park included a 14-day free trial for World of Warcraft. This did not affect the UK release, which came out in 2009. Since the airing of the episode, the fictitious Sword of a Thousand Truths was featured in the World of Warcraft The Burning Crusade beta test as a reward to the game's arena system, although it did not have the same capabilities as in the episode. Although the planning of the episode and data collecting began September 1st, Actual production of the Machinima was done in five shooting days, the first being September 20th, which lasted about three to five hours, and the last being October the 3rd, the day before the episode aired. The regular animation was created simultaneously with all the other non-Machinima episodes of the series routinely finishing within 12 hours of their airing as well. Excuse me. Parker was deeply unhappy with the episode the day before its broadcast, 
telling to the show's producers, I've lost it. I don't know how to do this anymore. He begged executive producer Ann Garofino to call Comedy Central and inform them that the show would not air, remarking, I don't want the South Park legacy to be ruined, and this show is going to ruin it because it's so bad. Parker went home unable to sleep and was surprised the following day that the episode was so well received. We'll get to that reception in a moment. In patch 3.0.2 preceding the release of the World of Warcraft expansion pack, Wrath of the Lich King, Blizzard included a Make Love Not Warcraft PvP achievement, gaining by using the hug emote on a dead enemy before they released their spirit. The fictitious video game played by Butters, Hello Kitty Island Adventure, was referenced in a 2008 April Fool's Day joke by the actual MMORPG Hello Kitty Online announcing an Island Adventure expansion for the game, boasting a reduction of content rather than an expansion, leaving player players stranded on a tropical island. Also, in the Wrath of the Lich King remake of the Naxramus Raid instance, a sword called Slayer of the Lifeless was added, bearing the flavor text foretold by Salzman, as a reference to Salzman from Accounting and a weapon capable of killing that which has no life. The model of the weapon is the same as the one used for the Sword of a Thousand Truths. Now to the reception. Make Love Not Warcraft received critical acclaim. IGN reviewed the episode and gave it an overall rating of 9.3, labeling it as one of the funniest episodes ever produced. The original TV airing of the episode drew 3.4 million viewers, most between the ages of 18 and 49. This popularity made the episode Comedy Central's highest-rated mid-season premiere since 2000. However, the highest ratings for the 10th season belonged to the season premiere, The Return of Chef, which drew more than 3.5 million viewers. Fans voted this episode first place in a major 2011 South Park voting held under the Year of the Fan iTunes promotion. Now, as far as this episode goes, where do Trey and Matt have this? Well, they have this listed as their third favorite episode of the series. What are the other two? Hmm? Maybe we've already passed them. Maybe they're yet to come. We'll just have to wait and see. Okay, now it's time to go to IMDb, and let's see what the people of IMDb thought. Over 6,000 people have rated this episode, and the average rating of this is a 9.5 out of 10. Over 4,000 people have given this episode a 10 1,050 people gave it a 9, 432 people gave it an 8, 118 people gave it a 1. Like I said, I'm giving this a 10. I can't give this, I mean, I can't not give this a 10. Uh, the male's average rating, 9.6, with 18 to 29 being the highest demographic at a 9.7. Females is a lot lower. It's an 8.5, but their highest demographic is 18 to 29, with a 9. Point three rating. So pretty much it is positive all the way around. Uh, now, 
let's go to the user reviews. Um, there are 14 of them, and I'm not going to read all 14. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pick some to read, and I'm going to read uh, the one that has the lowest rating, which is a five out of ten actually. This is from Jason Ryan Hatch, who wrote, Usually South Park satire is over the top, not so much in this episode. Anyone who's ever lived with someone addicted to online role-playing games know how true the boys' behavior was in this episode. From bad hygiene to skipping meals and other worthwhile life activities, South Park hit the nail on the head for accuracy. Unfortunately, these horribly addicted to games like the World of Warcraft have these behaviors to various degrees. South Park taunts every aspect of humanity with excessive crudeness and vulgarity, but what makes it worse is when players of WoW, World of Warcraft, see a satire like this and not see themselves and what they may be doing to people in the real world. World of Warcraft just surpassed 10 million players, two and a half in the U.S., Hearing that announcement and comparing it to South Park's portrayal, I wonder when society will wake up that these games can be truly damaging, like all the other addictions out there. My main fear with this episode is that people who don't know much about games, like World of Warcraft, will see this as stranded South or standard South Park fare that is over the top and not a fairly accurate portrayal of what video game addiction looks like. Okay, well, I did not expect that one. Uh, uh, let, let's pick another... Uh, actually, I'm going to go to the newest one, and it's only a two-sentence uh, <laughs> two review. It's from M667, who wrote, the ep This episode was one of the best of, of the 10th season. Every South Park fan will enjoy it. Right to the point. Right to the point. Uh, Gangsta Hippie! had a review. South Park meets World of Warcraft in this episode. This is one of the better episodes, especially with the visuals of World of Warcraft. Now, I do not play this game, so I may not get all the references, but the episode is still hilarious. There is a player who has a very high level and no life, and is killing all the South Park kids. The kids eventually stop playing, but Stan, Kyle Cartman, and Kenny decide to gain levels by killing boars. They then become fat, pimply kids with no lives just like the person they plan on fighting. Eventually, with the help of the developers and Stan's dad, they beat him. This is a very entertaining and funny episode. Uh, let's pick a couple more here. Uh, Jumbot wrote, I never post reviews on anything. However, this episode of South Park deserves it. This was so well written and accurate in so many ways, it was truly genius. Matt and Trey deserve some type of an award for this one. I am a big South Park fan. However, they really outdid themselves on this episode. Truly one of the best written episodes of the series. The dynamics between the characters and the portrayal of the World of Warcraft were excellent. It was really nice to see an episode where Cartman, Kyle, Kenny, and Stan work together towards a common goal as well. If you have not seen this episode, I strongly suggest you watch it. Hope to see more like this from Matt and Trey. Great job, guys. Okay, uh, last one is going to be... Oh, you know what? We don't get a... We don't 
get a lot of reviews from women. So let's read this review from Bon Jovi Chick, who wrote, Now, I have been a fan of South Park for seven years. This, this was written in 2007. And I have got to say, this is one of the episodes ever. This is what South Park is all about. Basically, the kids of South Park have bought the latest game, World of Warcraft, and are enjoying it when a rogue player starts to kill off innocent players. The rules are you can't kill another player unless you are in a duel, but it is implied that this player has played it so much that not only has he gone on higher than even the game creators thought possible, but basically, and most importantly, this player has no life. It is up to Eric, Kyle, Stan, and Kenny to save the day by playing it as much as possible so they can match to the rogue player and destroy him for good so everyone else can play the game peacefully. Of course, the creators are there to give a helping hand. Now, in recent series, I thought that South Park was losing its touch. There have been some episodes which I thought were brilliant, such as Scott Turnerman Must Die, but on the whole, I thought it was going downhill. This episode proved to me that when it can, it doesn't have its good moments, it has its great moments. What I found refreshing is its lack of preaching messages which had to add some moral. This one is basically the lads just playing a game to defeat a menace so they could continue to bring peace to the world of Warcraft. It beautifully satires on how some people take games like this so seriously. It doesn't control their lives, it becomes their lives. The one thing that disturbed me was, spoiler alert, the scene with Eric, Eric's mom, and the bedpan. I thought that was a bit too grotesque. Spoilers in. I'd highly recommend this episode, though, and watch out for a very funny butter moment. Trust me, you'll know it as soon as you see it. Oh, and watch out for the music montage. Trust me, you'll have a 90% rate of getting hooked to the song. Blessed be. Wow, very good review. Uh, this, like I said, this is one of the all-time classic South Park episodes. Um, probably will never be touched. I, I don't think we'll ever see an episode like this ever again. So, uh, that's going to do it for the show this week. Uh, let's get into the plugs. You can join the show's Facebook page. It is Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Um, you type that in the search bar, you're right there. If you can't find it, it's okay. I put the link in the description of each and every episode. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter, at Shark's Pond 97. Next time around, uh, we're going on a case. Yes, we're on the case. It is the mystery of the urinal deuce. That is the next episode next time on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Hope you all enjoyed it. I am Bill. You've been listening to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, and I'll talk to you all next time.